0: If I ever decide to run for president, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, stop me.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, it's a bad I, idea. Yeah, you I'll know stop what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll stop you so that I can run. That you instead. can run. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm Trent Thompson.
1: And I'm Marissa Macy, and this
0: is, pardon me,
1: the presidential history podcast.
0: And today we're going to be talking about Martin Van Buren,
1: old Maddie B,
0: old little Van,
1: little Van, the
0: Sly Fox,
1: old Kinderhook,
0: the thoughtful Dutchman,
1: little magician. <laughs> These sound fake, but they're real. <laughs> they're
0: all real. <laughs> oh man.
1: Um, I'm guessing. Almost everyone listening to this knows almost nothing about Martin Van Buren.
0: I would say that one of (laughs) that Martin Van Buren is best known for being a president that no one knows. Yes. Like I think if if we were on um, Family Feud Mm -hmm. and it was like name a president that nobody knows, Martin Van Buren would be on the board. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I don't know if he'd be number one. He's on there. But he's on there.
1: I don't think he should be forgotten. There's, I don't think any of them should be forgotten. Oh, no. That's why we're here, to (laughs) remember them all. He was very pivotal in Mm -hmm. ushering in the two party system as we know it now. I mean, we had a two party system going on before, Mm, but but it was not really, not like this. Not like this.
0: Before, it was kind of a personality thing. Like, yeah. oh, I'm a Jeffersonian, or I'm a Hamiltonian, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he really made it like, no, these are the principles yeah. of us. Yes, And part of why he did that was because he could sew together two factions that maybe didn't have a lot in common, but they didn't have a lot of opposing views either. And so yes. that is uh, his ability to make two groups get along is what really makes him who he is. I mean he it's what makes him president. There are scant evidences about how he felt about things truly. Yes. that's
1: Yeah. True politician. That's true
0: politician. I mean and that is that is Washington, remember Washington back when we were talking also about Washington like that. same yep. way, tight-lipped. Yep. So.
1: Tight-lipped. Um also there there's not a lot of his Correspondence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh there's not a lot of journaling. Yeah. And he did write an autobiography mm-hmm. that is pretty unreadable.
0: I think it's one of the most unreadable. <laughs> is is a <an>, uh,
1: <laughs> That's what people say. We did <laughs> yeah. not try to read it, but we've seen we many didn't quotes try. from it.
0: But in the book we both read, yeah. it said that it's an unreadable book. It's an unreadable book. book. Yeah, and I'm assuming um, he had to read it.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> uh so <laughs> all right, so let's go back. Let's
0: go. to <laughs>
1: All the way to 1631, which is not when he was born. <laughs> no. It was when his family, uh, the Van Burens, yeah. which they weren't even called the Van mm-hmm. Burens. They like got the name Van Buren when they got to the States, they, but they're Dutch.
0: They didn't even have a last name when they came They didn't came have over. a
1: last name when they got here, um, but they, they are the Van Burens. Yeah. Came to Kinderhook, which mm-hmm. is on the Hudson mm-hmm. in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1631. From there, it really becomes a very, uh, to put it not delicately at all, a very inbred yeah. place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like extremely so. Yeah, and
0: they're proud of it too. And like, they're
1: proud of it. They're like, oh, we don't marry uh, not Dutch people. No,
0: we only marry Dutch people. We and marry we're, our own family and, we're the only and Dutch people.
1: <laughs> there was like a couple of Dutch families there, but they yeah, all like married each other. Yeah, they yeah. married their own cousins. And, it's...
0: <laughs> they really wanted to
1: keep the Dutch blood Yeah, in
0: the family. In the family. Keeping it all insular. Yeah. Well, that's interesting though. I'm just thinking about that, that he grew up in this environment of like uh, or that this this idea of like keeping people keeping people together. Mm-hmm. Everyone's staying together. No one gets out.
1: Uh he grows up speaking Dutch. Mm-hmm. He's born in 1782. So this is like five generations in mm-hmm. of the Van Buren family in Kinderhook. Mm-hmm. They stay there, mm-hmm. stay super insular. Mm-hmm. His father owned a tavern. Yep. And uh,
0: a one and a half s- floor, <laughs> a one and a half story tavern.
1: Yeah. what What is that? <laughs> I don't know mean? what that
0: means. But there, there was, was, s- was
1: there a regular floor and then like a tiny, <laughs> you know, like a small. Floor have you ever seen being John Malkovich where he goes into <laughs> the yeah, small. It's that. It's a small <laughs> floor.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's a little door behind a file cabinet and you go into it and.
1: I mean, he was only 5'6", so...
0: Oh, yeah, so he... (laughs) He
1: That's why it was one and a half floors. Yeah, he only needed the half floor. That's where he lived.
0: Yeah, no, I don't know what it means. but it was it was a crowded house.
1: It was. Um, his mother was a widow who mm-hmm. came into the marriage with his father with three children already. Yeah, she
0: already brought three with her
1: right, which were probably in some ways Martin Van Buren's cousins. Oh as well, I'm well sure their <laughs> yeah house could they not be? Um, <laughs> she had two more children, then had Martin, yeah. then had three more after him. so Man. eight children total nine. and he was the nine. yeah and he was the middle, middle. child
0: mm-hmm. Mrs. Van Buren. I salute you. <laughs> We're having nine kids
1: and they all survived, right? Yeah. As far as I know. I mean, we make fun of, you know, these European families I know. marrying in, and but maybe they're on to something. <laughs>
0: Some Dutch genes
1: So his father, um, Abraham mm-hmm. was a slave owner. Mm-hmm. Uh There were six enslaved people that Mm -hmm. lived in this house, but they all lived in the house together. Mm -hmm. Now, this is New York. It wasn't this wasn't unusual for New York Mm -hmm. at the time. It was not until the 1830s, I believe, that um, slavery was completely off the table in New York, like and and everyone was freed. Yeah. Um, But so the total in this small house, there were 16 Van Buren dependents, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So he was a super smart kid, Mm -hmm. and and according to him, in Mm. his autobiography, had an uncommonly active mind. (laughs) (laughs) Me. (laughs) Me
0: too. And also, you know, he's around all these people. He's very, Mm -hmm. like, learning to be social. Yeah,
1: because people were coming and staying at the tavern from out of town. Yeah. Um, This is a very cute, idyllic-type village. Yeah,
0: well, so Kinderhook is between Albany Mm -hmm. and somewhere else? New York City. Is it New York City and Albany? I mean,
1: it's on the Hudson. It's on the Hudson. Yes. So
0: it's a nice, it's a stopping point It was definitely people a traveling, point. Yes. For
1: sure. So he was exposed to a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he did leave school at 13 though.
0: Yeah. His dad really wasn't able to afford to keep sending the kids. Uh, I Martin felt that his father was not uh, one to apply himself well enough, I think. Mm. He, he, he just was kind of like, yeah, he He wasn't very good at business and he couldn't take care of his
1: dependents. Right. Uh, You know, he had some
0: hard feelings. I think he 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 would have liked to go to school, I think, longer.
1: Longer. He was always a little insecure about leaving school at 13. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: He was very into like studying and making sure he he said that he would have to, you know, slip away to study a subject before he debated it. You know, mm -hmm. and he so he always uh, when his house was moved out, there was uh, the carpet in front of his mirror was threadbare.
1: From um, him standing
0: promise. in front of the mirror and rehearsing, things oh like my that. Gosh. So he was definitely a person who put in the reps. Yeah. Uh, and felt because like- Because
1: of this early insecurity. Because
0: of this early insecurity, absolutely.
1: Yeah. At 14, he mm-hmm. becomes an apprentice to a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So this is 1796. Mm-hmm. He, uh, this is a very formative moment, but he mm-hmm. shows up to work wearing mm-hmm. like-
0: His clothes are made of linen that mm-hmm. I believe his mom made. Yeah. And one of his main duties in this- off the uh, lawyer's office, Sylvester is the last name. yeah, is to sweep up the furnace and linen's just gonna get dirty. Yeah. And so uh, he gets chewed out by this Sylvester, you know, for his appearance. Mm-hmm. He goes off. A couple of days later, he comes back wearing the same suit that Sylvester had been wearing yes. the first day. Like, wow.
1: And from that day forward. Oh, he was a dandy. He always dressed fancy. Yes, he did. He did. So this employer also pressured him to join the Federalist Party. Mm -hmm. So remember, 1796, we got George Washington Mm -hmm. coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this was the dominant party Mm -hmm. at the time, especially in Kinderhook. Mm -hmm. And... His employer, mm-hmm. Sylvester, goes on to win state Senate as mm-hmm. a Federalist. Mm-hmm. And still, Martin Van Buren was like, These are not my principles. I will not nope. be a Federalist. No, nope. he won't do it. He's not, yeah, he won't do it. He's, um, yeah, I
0: believe it was Sylvester's father wins an election. and then Oh, he was his father. Yeah. Was, yeah. And Sylvester is having a party to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And MVB is often a, a room, won't come out, won't, won't celebrate. Out. He's just yeah. not going to. And he is, he is he suffers a lot for mm-hmm. this stance. Yeah. He truly does yeah. because it's it's going against all these people who mm-hmm. you know he associates with.
1: There's another family in Hook, mm-hmm. the Van Ness mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. They're also very influential there. Mm-hmm. They lean more Jeffersonian mm-hmm. and he kind of hitched himself to them. Yeah. Uh he helped them one of them win a yeah. congress seat in New York. Yeah. And as a reward he gets sent with one of the Van Nesses, mm-hmm. one, another one of the younger ones, yeah. William Van Ness, mm-hmm. to New York City to live and study with him. Yes. And this is in 1801. So William Van Ness was mm-hmm. an up mm-hmm. and coming lawyer and Martin Van Buren, not even 20 at the time, mm-hmm. starts You know, kind of almost apprenticing with him and getting into Jeffersonian politics. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of the crowd that he Mm -hmm. he's in and where he's first introduced to New York City and and the lawyer life Mm -hmm. and and all this stuff. So
0: he's he's learning the lesson that, you know, one group may be your enemies, but then the other group is going to be your friends. Yes,
1: for sure. For sure, in 1803, he passes the bar. He goes mm-hmm. back to Kendra Hook to start his law practice. Mm-hmm. There's not a ton known about this time, but we do know that in 1807 mm-hmm. he marries Hannah Hoes. Hoes, but it is spelt H O
0: E S. Hoes. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Hose. I'm sure
0: someone. Mm-hmm. I'm sure plenty of times she was called Hannah Hoes, but
1: but I... there's no evidence. Well, there's no that evidence. She was... <laughs> Yeah, his cousin, first cousin once removed. Okay, so, yep. uh, she was a native to Kinderhook, of course. Of course. So he 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 bought right into the <laughs> old. He he had gone to New York City. He was like, nuh-uh.
0: No. gotta go back and me. find myself
1: a Dutch bride.
0: <laughs> I've seen all the women of New York, yep. but I got a cousin that I got
1: a cousin. I got my got eye my on. name on. It. Yeah. So we know almost nothing about her. There is no. Nothing.
0: Representation of her appearance.
1: She's the least there yeah, no, no portrait. There's no
0: portrait. I don't think there's um, writings
1: any even. There's no writings about yeah. her. There's no letters yeah. that at least that we came there's, across or anything of no, note. No, I mean it, yeah. Um she's when he writes his autobiography way later doesn't even mention Never her. Never
0: even mentions her.
1: Um now he so, didn't
0: he didn't remarry.
1: He didn't even remarry. So yeah. Interesting. I mean, well, I think he was married to his career. I think, yes. I, I think he was
0: more than happy with the female companionship of the, you know, those he gossiped and yeah. had fun with. But mm-hmm, I don't think he mm-hmm. wanted a new, yeah, a wife.
1: He had, and they had four sons together. So he had
0: children. Yeah. He, he had he's he, It's like
1: he—it's almost like he checked that box. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, and really, truly, that is, yeah, because yeah. you.
1: Well, you, she died. What? Well, we're bearing the lead. She <laughs> dies. She doesn't survive. But, yeah, they have four sons together. Yeah. I do want to note uh-huh. that around the time of marriage, we have the steamboat. yeah Choo-chooing down the Hudson. Mm-hmm. And this is a huge thing. This changes the Hudson Valley forever, yeah. which is where Kinderhook is. Mm-hmm. And Van Buren moves closer mm-hmm. to the water um, mm-hmm. in a new town called Hudson, mm-hmm. uh, and he was he was very successful as a lawyer. Yeah, um, he did not he was not struggling. Uh, he was making like ten thousand a year. That's a lot. He's got his sons. He was known as one of the most gifted lawyers mm-hmm. in the region, mm-hmm. and there were lots of very good lawyers yeah, in this yeah. region. This was not. Yeah. I mean it was rural. Kind of. Like it was rural but connected and and people did come through there and it was a bustling area, but it definitely was like a little more quaint and and idyllic.
0: And being a lawyer was a very prestigious job at the time. That was the best kind of job you could have. I mean you were a thinker, you were, you know, all these Mm -hmm. an intellectual. That was really Mm -hmm. what you would be if you were an
1: intellectual as a lawyer. For sure, for sure. So he mostly did uh, things like investigating land grants mm-hmm. and revealing that th- like basically he kind of was like sticking up for the little guy yeah. there because yeah. there were a lot of land grants mm-hmm. that um, disadvantaged kind of the smaller freeholders mm-hmm. of land. Mm-hmm. So he he really did very well in this and he built yeah. up a reputation as someone that defended yeah. these smaller landowners yeah. yeah. versus like the wealthy so, 1812. Yeah. Sound familiar? Oh, boy. War of 1812. Yep. Great time to jump on into politics. Actually, it was. It him. was. It was an amazing time. <laughs> it was not a perfect timing for yeah. him. Uh, he runs for state senate. Okay. And he wins by a... Re- squeaky, like a little squeaky margin. Just
0: barely creeps in. He
1: actually thought he had lost and then he was Mm -hmm. like on a steamboat about to like head back home.
0: And they go fast so he was, he he got far.
1: Yeah, he got kind of far and then they were like, wait, you actually won! And he was like, oh my gosh! Um, He's 29 years old at the time. Wow. Yeah, so he's done a lot by 29. Yeah.
0: yeah. And one of the things he was really good at was vote counting. Yeah. Which I... (laughs) I associate this, I assume this is similar to like stock trading and that it's a lot of stuff going on Mm -hmm. and keeping track Mm -hmm. and he was able to like, you know, manipulate votes by counting them so quickly that he could make sure people weren't there exactly at the right time. So he truly is able to orchestrate all these moving parts.
1: So he heads back to New York City and within a decade, he's basically becomes like the master of the city. Like you're saying, like yeah. he he takes all these moving parts and mm-hmm. he he really makes something of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, growth was exponential at yeah. the time. This is really when we start seeing New York City yeah. becoming the dominant city yeah. in it, in the nation.
0: The Erie Canal opens mm-hmm. up all this mm-hmm. trade ava- availability.
1: It's popping. Oh, man. It's popping off. Yeah. Uh, The war is going hard, and York was also, like, a principal theater in the War of 1812. This was actually a great opportunity for him. Mm -hmm. It was popular to be anti-Britain, and he was, like, definitely more, like, Jeffersonian politics. Yeah, yeah. So it was, like, all of a sudden, his politics were very popular. Oh, yeah. You know, where he's like, no, 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 we're like... (sighs) I'm pro French. Like, oh, yeah. I, I forget these guys. Like, we're, <laughs> <Merci>. we're anti Britain. <laughs> so it yeah. just kind of like it aligned up really well for him yeah, as all yeah. of a sudden his political views were the dominant ones yeah. because of the war. Yeah. And he put through a proposal uh, in the state Senate mm-hmm. that would allow New York to conscript men. Mm-hmm. And it would have passed if the war didn't end in 1815. So he, he yeah. this was this was at the time, yeah. like, very celebrated thing of like, wow, this huge. got passed. This is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. This is a huge like, you know, positive mm-hmm. for the war effort. Mm-hmm. Um, it never went through, obviously, right. but uh, he he's becoming more powerful. He's learning. He's yeah, gaining he's power. Gaining.
0: <laughs> he's acquiring.
1: So in New York City.
0: Yes. Here we are. It's New York City. (laughs) It's New
1: York City, baby. The Big Apple. Yeah, Trent and I are in New York City. (laughs) We're
0: taking Manhattan.
1: We just, take Manhattan. Just
0: like the Muppets. We're going to have to cut yeah. this out. But yeah. No, we're not. No, we're I'm not. I'm keeping it in. We're the Muppets. We're, all the, we're the Muppets?
1: So yeah. imagine us, Trent and Marissa, Muppets. You don't know what we look like don't because who this is a podcast. Do. We're Muppets. Yeah. Um, We're taking New York. Anyway, yes. much like how Martin Van Buren was taking New yes, York. Yes, exactly. He did have- He was the Muppet master. He did have a rival.
0: He had a rival. Oh, in New York, he had a rival. Yes, Yes.
1: DeWitt Clinton.
0: Clinton- Wait, mm-hmm. is it DeWitt Clinton? Oh, it is mm-hmm. DeWitt Clinton. It's DeWitt Clinton. I would to call him Clinton DeWitt.
1: Nope, it's but nope, DeWitt you're right. Clinton.
0: <laughs> well, he, who would name their child DeWitt?
1: I don't, I don't know. Mama Clinton. Was that his first name? That's what that? I'm asking
0: if you're saying. I don't
1: know, <laughs> but he was called DeWitt Clinton. You're I don't right. know, that's his name.
0: <sighs> Listen, Mrs. Clinton, whatever you were thinking <laughs> when you named him. <laughs> I'm really taking moms to task this yeah, episode.
1: This Trent taking moms to task. <laughs> So, Dewitt Clinton, yeah, very charismatic guy. Mm-hmm. He was also a political guy in New York City. They mm-hmm. were initially very friendly, mm-hmm. and then, and Clinton helped Van Buren with his election. Mm-hmm. Then they started to become rivals, mm-hmm. and Martin Van Buren kind of set out to diminish Clinton's influence, like mm-hmm. in New York politics. Yeah. And in eighteen thirteen. Clinton helped, or Clinton asked Buren to help him get re- renominated. Mm-hmm. And Buren gave this like super sarcastic <laughs> speech that made it like super clear they were not friends anymore. He was like, like, Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, this guy, yeah, we should totally yeah. Yeah. renominate <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be smart. Yeah. <laughs> That's what
0: he's, I imagine. He's the, he was our first sarcastic president. He was. <laughs> I think so. He was yes. a very
1: funny guy, apparently. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh my God. Yeah. The oh. ladies of Washington
1: they loved, him. loved
0: him. Because he would gossip to them about their husbands. <laughs> yes, he would. He was yeah. a gay.
1: He was a gay. You he, know what He I mean? functioned as a gay. He
0: lived as a gay. Yeah. Whether, I don't, we can never know. We don't know anything
1: about his sexuality. His sexuality.
0: But he, he clearly lived, he was forced to live as a gay man.
1: Yes. He did <laughs> what you and I would probably do as far as, not, not not politically, but no, with no, no. the ladies of Washington. Yes. Oh, listen. We would be talking to them about their oh, husbands man, all day long all day, long, all day long, all day long. Stop. So in 1815, Buren gets elected as attorney general in New York. Yeah. And between 1817 and 1821, he forms an allyship with Silas Wright, another New York politician. Mm-hmm. Now, at this time, Buren starts really developing a clear party ideology. Mm-hmm. And he becomes kind of part of this thing called the holy alliance in Mm -hmm. new york this is versus dewitt who had his party the bucktails Mm -hmm. so this is like two new york city Mm -hmm. parties really vying for dominance yeah and his party martin van buren's party was a desire to return to these jeffersonian Mm -hmm. ideals and principles but within the needs and ramifications Mm -hmm. of the growth that new york was having so he was like applying those ideas to new york's specific needs yeah they struggled for dominance for nearly a decade, and Clinton was the governor starting in 1817, which mm-hmm. kind of like was a setback for Buren. Yeah. Now, in 1819, Hannah Van Buren,
0: mm.
1: formerly Hannah Hoes, oh, yes. dies of tuberculosis. Yeah. At 36 years old, Van Buren is a widower. Yeah. Oh, his parents mm-hmm. also died around this time. Mm-hmm. So he's got four sons, very little family, wow. 36 years old. He's removed as as uh, attorney general, yeah, and was almost appointed to the state supreme court, but mm-hmm. before he could even consider it, Dewitt, who is governor, mm-hmm. we've vetoed it, <laughs> and now we're reaching Martin Van Buren's low point, yeah, before his yeah. ultimate rise. Yes, so he's mm. he's sad, this but is he's this... gonna regain his power. Yeah, Don't this worry. This is the
0: part where he thinks all is bleak and there's nothing mm-hmm. good ever gonna happen mm-hmm. again, but yep. we but. know.
1: In 1821. Yeah. He runs for U.S. Senate. Yep. Wins. It was a difficult victory. Yeah, Sweeps things in New York. Yeah. His allies, like his party. Mm -hmm. So he kind of controls the patronage system in New York after that. And now he's in the U.S. Senate. And now things are looking up for Van Buren. (laughs) Things really turn around. I don't know what this voice is for this episode, but it's a New York City kind of episode. It's Van Buren's Dead to Shine. It's not not the time (laughs) for this kind of radio talk, but we're doing it anyway. But God help us when we get there.
0: Oh, Jesus. Calvin
1: Coolidge's episode is going to be completely like this. I can't wait.
0: I can't wait. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I need to practice. Apparently,
1: there's time. Don't worry. <laughs> there's a lot to get through.
0: I like that you're you're continuing to put a. Mu- <laughs> the Mumbling
1: listeners. My mouth. The listeners
0: can't see this, but even though you have a literal microphone in front of you, you are making a little old timey microphone in front of your mouth. <laughs>
1: It's called pantomime. <laughs> it's, it's called theater, and you'll stew it.
0: <laughs> oh man! Well, they wouldn't have had like even Mm-mm. they didn't have any kind of audio communication. No, but they did have the printing. Oh,
1: the printing press. They had the printing press. They had the printing press for a while. I know,
0: but they're really starting to be able. Oh, to it's use getting that. better. It's they're getting really, faster. It's getting they faster.
1: Really were. Now Van Buren, <laughs> yeah, is made it He's to in... Washington D.C. Yeah. Baby. Baby, he's a senator. It's 1821. Yeah, he was very pro political parties, like the opposite of Washington. Mm-hmm. He and and he wouldn't support Washington back in 1796. Yeah. as a Federalist, so yeah. it really it adds up. Yeah, <laughs> he he's consistent. He's con- and he's consistent. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He is giving people the principles to hold on to 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 define themselves by, like. If you're with me, you know, and so it's it's creating this literally is the first identity politics.
1: Yes. And he starts he's he his goal when he first gets to Wash gets to Washington is really set about building a new party Mm -hmm. because at this time we're in the era of good feelings. Yes. So we're kind of we've gone down to just kind of one party with like some loose factions within it. And Martin Van Buren sets out to create a new party Mm -hmm. that. In order to put into motion his theories about two party politics, he does a lot of this behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. We really don't know how he Mm -hmm. really pulls it off. But he was a social guy. He was charming, in control of thirty six electoral votes in New York, so Uh, he was someone people wanted to talk to.
0: Everything Um,
1: he was very popular in the social scene Mm -hmm. with the ladies. This behavior, this like personality of Mm -hmm. his, really endeared him to the southern politicians. Yes. His com- it was kind of this idea of, like, he had the capacity for sin without yes. the re- what refused to commit it. Mm-hmm. And he was fun, which mm-hmm. was not the way that Southern Mm-mm. politicians viewed Northern politicians. Yeah. And he also was real uh, tight-lipped on slavery.
0: Yeah,
1: He would say things that, basically, the things he did say and the things he did... Mm-hmm. No matter what side you're on, you could construe Mm -hmm. either him being a friend or enemy. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. really just a matter of perspective, a matter of how much you wanted to look into that, about how closely you wanted to look it in the eye. Yeah,
0: And also there is not the information and media distribution available at the time Mm -hmm. so that. A person can go to another city and give a speech and mm-hmm. say they're in favor of this, mm-hmm. and there's no way for the people back home to know if that actually really yep. happened.
1: Yep. Yep. Um,
0: so at the beginning of his career, he has that freedom, but then yes. as that technology improves, you know, he'll uh-huh. he won't be able to shimmy out.
1: Exactly. Uh, he gets really pop. He he's a northerner that mm-hmm. is courting the favors of southern politicians. I mean, I'm sure
0: he was a fucking ball and a half. Like I yep. can't even imagine. Yep. I mean, he was an innkeeper's son. And so he grew up with that, and, and the quality that he had was that of, like, being able to drink everyone under the table mm-hmm. and still be the life of the party. You know, that's that's a, that's a skill.
1: That's a skill in politics for no, sure. For sure. So he does a tour mm-hmm. in 1824 yeah, where he visits all the old presidents. All the old presidents. And, I mean,
0: good for him. This made me think of Dumbledore. You know, going and checking out all the horcruxes and stuff, you know, <laughs> trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah, to yeah, the bottom yeah. of it.
1: Yeah. So he sees, like, Jefferson, yeah, goes, Adams, mm-hmm. Madison, strikes up a, co- a correspondence yeah. with Madison. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, went and saw John Adams, and John Quincy Adams hates him. He oh, kn- yeah. What a yeah, blow. Yeah, yeah. But look, these old guys that are no longer in politics, mm-hmm. they still got opinions. They I got hate got to opinions. tell you this, but- but as you get older, you get more opinions, and uh, so they're just pleased as punch to have this young guy come and talk to him too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's able to harness a lot of influence just by be willing, being willing to go sit with an old man for a couple hours, yep, for sure. which and I'm sure he has a profound amount of respect for. And, of course, and but all I think that.
1: like he goes, he sucks up to Jefferson. Yeah. He gets he gets advice. He yeah. gets you know he he's like pulling from this well mm-hmm. of of wisdom. Really, yeah. I mean, he's this Martin Van Buren's really our first guy that is gunning. For the presidency, yes. like he's not outright saying this at this yeah. point, but like he certainly has his eye on the prize. He's like, How yeah. far can I get? Yeah. I want to create my own party. Yeah. Anyone who's going out to create a party yeah. behind closed doors, mm-hmm. it's probably also going to wield their influence within that party to get the best possible job they can. Of like, course, I mean, yes. he, he is, he's our first president that's like actively seeking yeah. that, you know, like from the get go.
0: He's the first president born after the United States exists, he's Mm -hmm. really the only one who grows up with the idea of there being a president as a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what he's kind of like is, you know, uh, the internet was invented, like, a couple years before he was born, basically. And, like, he is a YouTuber now. Yeah. Whereas all these other people, they just were happy to get on AOL and check their email. Right, right, right. But he has only ever had it, so, Yeah, yeah. he sees
1: the prize.
0: And... By the way,
1: they yeah. they say in
0: the book that he was considered unattractive,
1: and I think he's quite. I think he's pretty Same cute. Fine. Yeah, I think it's, it's he fine. was like short and kind of like he was short.
0: He was bald. He had
1: sideburns, he which a little, were not little heavy. weren't and, the fashion. Yeah, it wasn't the fashion until the Civil War. So he had this like hair he was situation that was ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah. So. Elections of eighteen twenty four and eighteen twenty eight. Okay, well, let me say that again. Election of eighteen twenty four. We did a a flashcard episode on this. It's a whole thing. But Um, so if you want more context, like get it. Yeah. But he puts his bets on Crawford. Yeah,
0: he supports Crawford,
1: and he's set because he's creating in his own backdoor Mm -hmm. dealings the Democratic Party. Yeah. He thinks Crawford's going to be the best representation yeah. of that. He begins to form a coalition mm-hmm. and in this election mm-hmm. John, Quincy Adam went. Mm-hmm. John Quincy Adams wins. John Quincy Adams wins and the Crawford thing did not work out. No. But pieces are starting to come together.
0: I will say a thing that we did not talk about in the 1824 episode was, I guess Crawford had like a stroke. Oh, really? Before, uh, do you not? Do no. You... Oh man. Okay. This was like in. This was a pretty big part. So something happened with Crawford to where he was really kind of incapacitated. Like mm-hmm. he really shouldn't have been running. And mm. Van Buren did not. Van Buren continued to support him. Yeah. He was very willing to put forward a candidate who was incapacitated essentially yeah, yeah so uh yeah i mean crawford goes on to live for a while so i don't know how bad it was but i mean
1: wasn't a good time for him
0: i don't know man yeah but i mean it it, it sounded from what i read like it was almost a weekend in birdie situation you yeah. know like barely barely dragging the guy along kind of thing and <laughs> yeah. later on it will be kind of suggested that uh van buren takes a Takes advantage of Jackson's dotage as well. Yeah, and he's really running the scene.
1: So yeah, so he so things with Crawford don't work out. Obviously, John mm-hmm. Quincy Adams wins. Jackson got way more votes than mm-hmm. like was it Crawford, Calhoun, Clay, all and, those uh, yeah. the C's, the three C's. All the C's. <laughs> um, but the pieces are already starting to come come together for eighteen twenty eight. Now yeah. remember, if you did, didn't listen, then shame on you. First but- of all, yeah.
0: <laughs> wow, how dare you!
1: How dare you? All we do. All, all we do is try to help you yeah. understand American history and <laughs> yeah. you just don't do the work.
0: Okay? <laughs> we work so hard to have a president episode and then a fun episode in between to yes. pull it all together. Yes. And you go and don't listen to You don't listen to the
1: election of eighteen twenty-four you- episode.
0: By the way, I just want everyone listening. I know that that's not the whole class. And if you are one who listened, <laughs> I don't want you to feel bad right now because we are not talking to you. You are wonderful and we love you. Those others of you though, shame. Shame. Tis, tiss, tiss. And don't think you can go back and listen now and get yourself put in that other group because you can't.
1: Unless you want bonus points Unless at the end of the six weeks grading yes. period.
0: We'll have a very convoluted grading system for our test. Can you imagine us making a test? Uh,
1: uh we will. We will um <laughs> so 1824 elections over, but, yeah. but like a year in, Jackson starts his campaign for 1828. Yeah, yeah. So Van Buren does some smart things. First thing he does is, or I don't know if this first thing is, but one thing that he does is he mends things with DeWitt Clinton back home, right? Yeah. Old mortal enemy. He's like, listen, yeah. let's make life easier for each other. Mm-hmm. I'm in Washington doing stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm starting this party. Mm-hmm. Do, you know, I'll let me make stuff easy for you. Yeah, They make... They, they kind of have a little truce yeah. and DeWitt had originally been for Jackson. So mm-hmm. this was also a reason that Van Buren kind of initially had some mm-hmm. hesitancy for going for him. Yeah. So now he's on board with Jackson.
0: Yeah.
1: He, <clears throat> meanwhile, John Quincy Adams's presidency mm-hmm. is the perfect storm mm-hmm. for a political opposition party yeah. to form. So Van Buren's like, hey, let's take all these principles of this party that I'm forming mm-hmm. and hitch it as opposition to John Quincy Adams. Yeah. Um, it's kind of Jeffersonian, but it gets hitched to Andrew Jackson. Mm-hmm. So it's like the Jacksonian Democrats, mm-hmm. and Jackson becomes a rising star. Mm-hmm. Martin Van Buren places all of his bets on this guy. Yeah. He goes on vacation in 1826, but it's a working vacation. Of course it okay? is. In Saratoga, (laughs) he entertains visitors from the north, from Uh, the west, from the south, okay? He does everything he can Mm -hmm. to, like, get everyone on board Mm -hmm. with Jackson, and now he's hitched his party ideals to this guy. Move in a road. Yep, Mm -hmm. just just Uh, a little more, just delicious little behavior. I mean, Van
0: Buren sees an opportunity in Jackson, because, Uh, you know, Jackson is going to be elected almost certainly based on his personality, Mm -hmm. based on his military record, but if he instead is elected based on being the leader of this party, then the people who are associated with the party can keep yep. going on with that power. So, it's a
1: good career move. It's a
0: good career move.
1: So he creates the Democratic Party essentially yeah. behind closed doors. Yeah. This is mostly done between 1826 and 1828. Mm-hmm. We will never know how he did it. Mm-hmm. But um, the book the book we read, which is Martin Van Buren by Ted Widmer, has a quote which is saying, like, whatever he did... Mm-hmm. It should be studied in business school. Yeah. We don't know what he did, but we if don't we know, could.
0: But if we did know, <laughs> we should all take note. We should all study
1: it. Yeah. Martin Van Buren and Jackson were initially not.
0: Yeah. Van Buren had a little bit of uh, reservations about him. But once they met, thick as thieves, they get along great.
1: And then DeWitt Clinton dies in 1828. Yeah. And so this makes Martin Van Buren even more influential because he's kind of got to deliver votes from New York. Yeah. So, like, alone. Yeah. Martin Van Buren was 15 years younger than Jackson, Mm -hmm. but he kind of was almost like a mentor, like father figure for Jackson.
0: Jackson lacked any sense of restraint. Mm -hmm. He had a temper and he did whatever he wanted. And Van Buren was incredibly skilled at doing just the precise thing and was also able to teach Jackson to do that Mm -hmm. or managed to find a way to get Jackson to do that and it just, it made an easy path for Jackson. Yes. So yes. yeah, he, of course, he followed, you know, the instruction of the calm-minded. It's just like us. I mean, Are you're, you Andrew Jackson? I'm, I'm Andrew Martin Jackson in this case. You're Martin Van Buren. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you. So he does something a little weird, but not that weird. Mm-hmm. In 1828, things are, of course, DeWitt Clinton's gone. Yeah. And, Things are heating up for the presidential election. Mm-hmm. So Buren goes back to New York, runs yeah. for governor, yeah. wins, ensures that New York mm-hmm. goes for Jackson, and then Jackson wins yep. in 1828, mm-hmm. and then names Buren secretary of state despite having no foreign policy experience. None at all. And so he's like, okay, I know I just won governor, but bye-bye. And then yeah. he goes back to mm-hmm. D.C. So he just ran for governor to get the
0: votes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Put his <laughs> totally. name on the ticket.
1: Totally. Yeah. So now he's Secretary of State under Jackson. Andrew Jackson. Yeah, he's so close. Oh,
0: he can smell it.
1: He, he can, can th- smell the presidency. the presidency. He can smell <laughs> the stinky White House, which I know must have been stinky.
0: <laughs> well, actually, uh, let's talk about it. Uh, uh, one of the things I learned from from my research that I did not know before was at this at the inauguration um, of Jackson. Yeah, at okay. the at the party where it was the chaos. One of the things that was there that we didn't talk about was a 1,400 pound wheel of cheese.
1: Oh, at this inauguration <laughs> party? Yeah.
0: And it was like consumed and trampled to the point that even though the rugs in the White House were clean, they still stank for weeks <laughs> of cheese.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. <sighs> so Martin Van, well, Andrew Jackson is going into a cheese, a he's going cheese to a sticky White White cheese house.
0: house. Yeah, a White House. So Martin Van
1: Buren can literally smell the White House. He can
0: smell the stinky, yeah, White House.
1: Amazing. So he's a pretty good Secretary of State.
0: Oh, yeah. He does a good job.
1: He does a pretty good job, despite not really having the experience.
0: He's a guy that does the homework. Mm -hmm. Any job you give him, he's going to do it.
1: He gets some debts repaid from France. He improves trade with the UK Mm -hmm. and the West Indies. He gets the first treaty with the Ottoman Empire, which Mm -hmm. ends up being like the bedrock between U.S. and Turkey relationship for like years and years to come. So he's successful in the State Department. And a visitor to the State Department, I have a great quote about Mm -hmm. him, is that someone who visited said, a bald-headed but whiskered little gentleman, gentleman, dressed in the extreme of fashion, full of smirks and smiles, soft as the sweet South, breathing o'er violets, but penetrating as a mercurial bath or the poison of upas. I don't even know what that is. I don't is. know what upas is. I don't know what upas is, but or upas, or whatever. But, whatever So he was seen as this kind of like, he's sweet, but he's yeah. spicy. Yeah, and he's yeah. he's getting stuff done. He's like,
0: oh, he's like a whiskey, you know what I mean? Like it's smooth, but then it's got a kick.
1: Things are going good. Yeah. And then we have the... Margaret Eaton Affair, Affair, which oh is the episode before this. So <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. We're not going to really get into it. No. All you need to know, if you didn't listen to it, yeah. shame on you. Shame on you. Um, is that... I know it's, it's not good form to shame not listeners, sh- but we're doing it well, anyway. Well, we're going to
0: shame the ones that are bad. <laughs> listen,
1: we... Be like Martin Van Buren. Like Do your homework.
0: Exactly. Do your homework. Thank you. So uh, one of the early... Scandals and and cudgels of the uh, Jackson administration Mm -hmm. is determining who's going to line up behind supporting Jackson's friend, Mm -hmm. John Eaton, and his wife and the scandal that arose around their marriage and such. And Martin Van Buren... He made no bones about the fact that he was friends of the Eatons. Mm-hmm. He went to visit them like first thing he came to Washington. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, there's no
1: there was no question whose side no, he was no. on. He was on Jackson's That's side. That's right. Huge rift in the White House. Yeah. This ends up leading to Van Buren coming up with this idea of mm-hmm. like, hey, there's all this bad blood. Mm-hmm. Things are really bad. Mm-hmm. There's this huge rift over this mm-hmm. peg this Margaret Eaton affair.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he offers to resign because if he resigns, then Mm -hmm. Eaton can resign, Mm -hmm. and then the others—it's like opening the seal. Yes, of letting everyone out,
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: that's what Mm -hmm. happens—is everyone's just
1: everyone's let out. Let
0: out flops out of the (laughs) cabinet, but he gets he. (laughs) But he gets uh, appointed to minister of England as a prize for being a good boy. A good, that is a good position.
1: It is. It is. It is a. Nice now, place to be. one of
0: the things about Minister to England, though, is I believe the Senate has to approve mm-hmm. that. President so nominates. President nominates. Senate approves. Then
1: Van Buren's like, bye-bye. Yeah. 1831. He's like, cool, I've been... Uh, Jackson said, I should go. I'm going to go. He's head straight to England. 1831. He, said, he goes to England. Loves it. Happy. Mm-hmm.
0: Having a great time. A ball. Yeah.
1: Washington Irving, mm-hmm. who has a relation back to Kinderhook, mm-hmm. um, they are... Out on the town. Oh
0: man! Yeah, and he
1: wrote *Rip Van Winkle*, which is mm-hmm. basically set in Kinderhook. Yeah. So they're buds. They're palling around. Mm-hmm. They're partying. Mm-hmm. He's and he's getting all all this money to be minister of England. He's yeah. already spending the money. Oh yeah. He's like,
0: he's having a great ass time. <laughs> he meets Queen Victoria. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The
1: royals love him. They he brings his love son. Them. They oh. love his son, oh, John. Yeah. But meanwhile, back in the States, yeah. Calhoun, uh,
0: mm-hmm. who...
1: who was caught up in all the Buren, Margaret Eaton yeah. stuff, he yeah. kind of gets the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. He did not support Jackson, Mm-mm. and he's the vice president, Yeah, just a reminder.
0: Which makes him president of the Senate. So
1: when they go to approve mm-hmm. uh, Martin Van Buren's being the minister of mm-hmm. England, it is a tie mm-hmm. because of a lot of calhoun's dealings. Yeah, yeah. And then Calhoun decides the deciding vote mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says, "No. No more England.
0: <laughs> no more England for you." So he didn't get the job. It's like he it's like he went to England for the job and then yeah. he finds out later, "Oh, you don't have the job." Yes. Uh and I don't know what Calhoun thought was going to happen from mm-hmm. this, but mm-hmm. it's not what does happen. Yeah.
1: When he goes out there, obviously you have to think about the fact he leaves, he goes, yeah. they vote. It takes ages for the word to get back to yeah. him. But And then he's got to come back. Well, when he comes back, he's pissed. And there's a lot of people that see yeah. that he's been done dirty. Yeah,
0: he's like a martyr now. He's a
1: martyr. They're like, no, that was not cool. Yeah. If, he was having fun in England with Washington was Irving. Time. How dare you?
0: How dare. While he was gone, all these little factions that he was so carefully holding together had started to drift apart. Mm-hmm. And if he'd mm-hmm. been allowed to leave, live in England longer...
1: Yeah. It may have drifted all the way. Yeah, Yeah. it may
0: not have even held. So Calhoun, that's what you get. Yeah. He made a mistake.
1: Made a mistake. Because he even in England, yeah. as Minister of England, he's still that's a great position to then move into potentially being the next president. So it wasn't as though yeah. he was done with Washington politics. This yeah. was like this nice holdover position yeah. in the meantime. But he comes back and he's like, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so when Jackson goes for re-election, yeah. bye-bye Calhoun. Exactly. And now Martin Van Buren is the vice president.
0: Yeah. As early as 1829. So this is like very beginning of Jackson's presidency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had already made it very clear that if anything happened to him, he wanted van buren to secede yes to secede him not yeah not calhoun so there was never a a lot of love between calhoun and jackson no
1: it was not a good relationship no van buren becomes vice president Mm -hmm. at election of 1832 Mm -hmm. jackson's Mm reelection, and he was a great vice president yeah he really kind of sharpened up jackson's policies terrible policies yeah but awful policies but he he sharpened him up yeah and he reined him in occasionally. Uh-huh. And he was, man, he was a team player. He was, yeah, he
0: was a good organizer. In
1: 1834, yeah. the rumor mill starts uh-huh. that Van Buren might be the future president. Oh. He probably started all the rumors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's the rumor mill.
1: So into in, in opposition to him, so, so the thing about Van Buren mm-hmm. is that you could oppose him. Mm-hmm. You could be for him, mm-hmm. and you could you could justify either way, mm-hmm. up and down. Yeah, to some he was too southern; mm-hmm. to others he was too northern. Mm-hmm. He had opposed slavery's expansion at mm-hmm. key moments, but but to others he wasn't oppositional enough. Yes. yes. So he his so this is leading up to the election of eighteen thirty six. Yeah,
0: that's the one that's going to get him.
1: Yep. Yeah. He his size and his looks made him mm-hmm. a great subject for political cartoons and all these new magazines and whatnot. Yeah. And they accused him of wearing lace up corsets, oh. and they called him Aunt Maddie.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, he really got. But he was so like, did not care. No. That that like a lot of his opposition kept trying harder to get him. Yeah. They would go for weird stuff, like because he would just be like, okay. I don't. Okay, yeah, he and then they would just that. get very creative with their attacks on yeah. him. So. Yeah. But he had Andrew Jackson's blessing. Yes, he did. So when that election comes up. Yeah. He conducts himself as he's supposed to, yeah. which is by doing nothing. Yeah. As far as the public's concerned. Yeah. I'm sure he's. Gossiping I, all around I town to make imagine. sure things go his way.
0: If I could have dinner with anyone living or dead, I've never had an answer to that, and yeah. now I do. <laughs>
1: Because we know so little.
0: We know so little about him. And, it, and at the least, you have, so have a fun much. time. Oh, he knows. Yeah. Election
1: okay. of 1836. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Here we go. He wins. Yeah. Against the Whig Party. Yeah. He ran three candidates against him. Yep.
0: Hoping to, you know, keep him from getting 50%.
1: Right. But he easily won. He does. And he becomes the youngest president to date. Mm-hmm. At age 53. Yeah. So much younger than Jackson was how, when he became president. How
0: old was Jackson when he became
1: president? He was the oldest. Mm-hmm. He was in his 60s. Yeah, he wasn't that old, though. I'm just saying, the window— But you also have to think about the time. Why? Well, I... You have to think about the age of his bowels after all he went through. Oh, yes. Of oh, Jackson. You have to think about all the water these people are drinking and, 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 and all the oh, weird— God. Just, It's not We don't not know the about same.
0: the water yet. In history,
1: we will not even get into it because I can talk about it for 30 to 45 minutes straight. <laughs> but I will just tease, yeah, again, again, over and over until we no. get to it that there, the water uh, at the White House is going to cause problems. Yes,
0: there is human waste.
1: We will really get into it in the next presidential episode, William Henry just, Harrison. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. Because yeah. what else did he do?
1: Now we have Martin Van Buren as president. Here comes
0: his presidency. Oh man, he is psyched. He's worked for this his whole life. He's got eight years, if not more. Mm-hmm. He might. He might just. You know. not He's even, like. He's like. I don't know. I don't it's know. not in the Constitution. I can't stop.
1: He's feeling optimistic. And guess years. what? He doesn't have a wife at any point. That's like. Ooh, the presidency! Yeah, like, because no. most wives, yeah. most of them, have been yeah, that
0: has been a thing. Kind
1: of either they've either passed away before, yeah. but like were there for the lead up, yeah, or they were not so psyched about. Yeah, they would have this. rather
0: retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. but he doesn't have that. He's nope. a social guy. He's ready. He nope. he's... nothing
0: to rein in his ambition.
1: Exactly. Oh, no woman to slow him nope. down. <laughs>
0: Well, no woman to talk some sense into him. Honestly, yeah, that's I mean, also that Like too. that is truly. If I ever decided to run for president, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, stop me.
1: Oh yeah, okay, it's a bad idea. Yeah, you I'll know stop what I mean. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll stop you so that I can run. No, you can instead. run. Oh boy, <laughs> 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 you'd be
0: lonely as president without me. I would. You I need would. you as my. EDBA.
1: I need you as my first man. <laughs> first man. So he has a crowd of twenty thousand arriving for the inauguration. Yeah. A oh, in his inaugural address. Yeah. It wasn't like anything that special, but he does speak about slavery, mm-hmm. which was not the norm. But mm-hmm. only to say that he wasn't gonna. He was. He was. He was just gonna leave it be.
0: I'm not gonna mess with it. He's like, I'm not gonna mess with Don't it. Don't worry. I'm not going to mess around with your institution that you love so yeah, much.
1: Yeah. <sighs> so things are looking up, looking up, and then very quickly March, into his presidency. By at least
0: March 16th or 17th. So yeah. like not even a couple of weeks later. Yeah. We have the stirrings of a financial crisis. Yep. The first one that America has faced of yes. this magnitude yes. and the largest it will face until the crash of...
1: 1929. Yep. Yeah. So this is the Panic of 1837 and we're going to do a flashcard episode on yeah. it. That'll be the next episode that we release. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go through what's going on with the economy. Yeah. I know that sounds boring, but it's not. No, no, it's like no. really fascinating. We'll make it fun. We promise. Yeah. But Martin Van Buren is dealing with a huge financial crisis yeah. within the first like
0: month. Month of his or presidency. Something. I mean it's fast.
1: It's bad. And by the way, I just wanna say
0: mm-hmm. some presidents inherit something that they had nothing to do with. Yeah. And he absolutely did have something to do with it. Yes, he did. So at the very least, he is he is inheriting his own problem.
1: Yeah, because he was there with all helping Jackson yes. with these dealings. Yes. He created that party. Yes. He helped put Jackson up mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And Jackson we'll go more in depth in this in the flashback episode, but had basically done stuff with the banks. Mm -hmm. He, he, there was a lot of speculation going yeah. on. Congress was like feeling that as mm-hmm. well. Like it didn't, it yeah. wasn't doing what it needed to slow this problem land down. Wealth. As yeah. far as land speculation, the economy is growing super fast mm-hmm. and in a way that's like n- new. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so all these things come together, and it's a huge. It. This isn't just like a this. This costs people's lives, people's yes. businesses. Yeah. He has very little he can do well, because yeah. at the time there's just not. Well, political power. It yeah. wasn't until after the Great Depression that the presidency yeah. really or, yeah, the federal yeah. government really FDR. had anything they could do yeah. to solve this. And yeah. that stuff was put into place after mm-hmm. the Great Depression happened. Yeah. And they were like, "Uh oh, we really Uh-oh. didn't have the tools to handle yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. So they really didn't have them in 1837. No, so,
0: And I mean, uh, you know, being a Jeffersonian and everything, mm-hmm. he's got to stand behind small government. So yep. it's not like he can do you know what we do now which is like infuse some money into the into the uh, economy yeah. Yeah. and also Jackson switched us over to specie
1: circular circular yeah. is that mm-hmm.
0: yeah so everything has to be backed by gold or silver yeah and, all land purchases and yeah and that that always you know yeah.
1: that caused problems caused problems, problems basically all he could do was he called for a special session of congress mm-hmm. this was the first wo- special session that mm-hmm. was not about war yeah and he proposed what he could do with his power. He was the and the in, person who initially proposed an independent treasury,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it did pass during his presidency. But mm-hmm. it wouldn't really become a thing and go forth and be be the independent treasury yeah. until Polk. So yeah. he does put that into motion. Yeah. By 1839, prices are. Starting to be close to back yeah. where they need to where yeah. they need to be pre panic.
0: Yeah. By the way, I want to say the panic, the very early signs of the panic, first sign was rising prices in flour.
1: Yeah, I hope the flour prices aren't going up ha- by the time ha- this ha- episode's released. I have
0: to tell you that learning about history mm-hmm. in this way has mm-hmm. made me very more aware of the current. It's it turns out that phrase is right. History yeah, it does is. return yeah. it, repeat itself.
1: So all you in the class that are <laughs> listening,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Take that to know. Take, Y'all are doing great. And those you. not listening.
0: You are the reason that we are in the trouble yes, that we are in you're right the, now. You're
1: the of, you are the cause. You
0: are the cause. You are the problem.
1: If you don't know about the Panic of 1837, you yourself have caused. <laughs> you
0: indiv- well, no. Listen, you can wait until we release our episode. Mm-hmm. But when we're back for the William Henry Harrison episode, we will be taking you to task if you yes. did not listen. To if the you did not listen. And by the way,
1: we do take attendance. We
0: do. Oh, we do.
1: Okay. We do. I will say this yeah. is a big big tangent, but I I want to go there. I want it. You know, you don't see teacher teams very often. Yeah. But Yeah. My AP World History class in okay. high school was taught by a team of two history teachers. Really? Yes.
0: Is that a thing that even one can do?
1: I have not seen it. Bef- hadn't seen it before or since, but there were two guys in the room and they tag team teaching world history and they were very charismatic together. That's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, just it's <laughs> No, I like it. it. It's existed before. I've experienced it. It was great. It's possible for you and I to become <clears throat> joint. We're going to have to sit, share a salary probably to show in problem. this economy. That's a real problem. <laughs> 1839 prices start coming back up mm-hmm. to where they were pre-panic. Yeah. Then Another smaller depression hits. Yeah.
0: As happens. As
1: it, as it goes. Yeah. Uh, and so this, this takes up a good amount of his yeah. presidency. Yeah. Just to go beyond the panic of 1837 mm-hmm. as far as his presidency goes. Yeah.
0: This is the time when like Poe and mm-hmm. also
1: Hawthorne, I believe. Yeah
0: are coming into prominence Yes, and yeah. it's that dark kind of, you know, my, my, you know, mysterious environment yeah. that like is brought on by these you know economic term. Tur- yes. So.
1: Literature is getting interesting it for is. sure. And he does advocate for writers as much as he can as mm-hmm. president, as president, he gets them jobs. Mm-hmm. He, he promotes literature. He, yeah. he really enjoys talking to writers and doing all this, these things. So that is one thing he did as president was kind yeah. of like court those writers, mm-hmm. um, get them magazine jobs, get them jobs in the White House in some cases, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So his initial resolve to not discuss slavery, Mm. uh, it it turns out to kind of bite him because the political climate is getting spicy Mm -hmm. and the public discourse is demanding that everyone have a stance, uh, rightfully so. So Van Buren's own views were so hard to decipher that most could just assume they were on he was on his side or that he was the enemy Mm -hmm. and he just really believed there was no reason to derail his political career because of it and that was what he believed yeah so he had lots of allies in the south he had an enslaved man named tom as a dependent in Mm the 1810s before Mm -hmm. it was outlawed in new york so this Mm -hmm. was a while ago Mm -hmm. he ran away Mm -hmm. he didn't really pursue him That was it. Yeah. He did use hired out labor of enslaved people, which was very common. Yeah. uh, For at various residents he lived in and at the Mm -hmm. White House, Mm -hmm. though it's also kind of unclear if he was the one who hired them out or if it was white. So so his even his own personal relationship with slavery was hard to decipher. Yeah, yeah. During this era is when we have John Quincy Adam and Mm -hmm. Calhoun in Congress battling it Mm -hmm. out. Gag rule. He supported the gag rule, Martin Van Buren did, which stopped slavery, mm-hmm. like anything having to do with slavery even Can't being even discussed. Talk about it. Yeah. Can't even talk about it. And there's kind of this like back and forth going on mm-hmm. with Martin Van Buren mm-hmm. about kind of what's his stance, what's yeah. he gonna do? All this he doesn't stuff. take a stance. Doesn't take a stance. Yeah. Then there's the Indian removal policies that Jackson put into play. Mm-hmm. This comes to fruition during Martin Van Buren's mm-hmm. presidency. Um this is includes the Trail of Tears, mm-hmm. the removal of thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of people from their land. Yeah. And one of Martin Van Buren's nieces, mm-hmm. who was a teenager at the time, said that she hoped Van Buren would lose the election because of what of him and Jackson did to these Native populations. So she yeah. was like, she saw the evil in it, mm-hmm. and Van Buren definitely had a hand in this. Yeah. Again, very tight-lipped about what exactly mm-hmm. his opinions are, mm-hmm. what his... What his beliefs were mm-hmm. about what mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. on either of these issues. Yeah. But he continued and perpetuated yeah. what Jackson started.
0: He could have taken a stand.
1: He could have taken a stand. He, he could have he done something not. and he did not. So,
0: and he didn't get reelected anyway. So, yeah.
1: There you go. Yep. Take
0: a stand, kids.
1: Take a stand. So, Van Buren was also the antagonist in mm-hmm. the Amistad case, yeah. which we talked about in the John Quincy mm-hmm. Adams episode. So he passed an executive order demanding that um, this group of enslaved people mm-hmm. on the Amistad ship yeah. that was a slave ship that had been, mu- there was a mutiny on the mm-hmm. ship and, and it ended up on U- in U.S. Was, waters. Yeah. He, he demanded it be taken back mm-hmm. to who it was supposed to go to and yeah. that they be enslaved yeah so he was john quincy adams is going against him yeah in this yeah jo-
0: case. john quincy adams I, he was arguing that the federal government should not be determining where
1: yes these people go exactly <laughs> yeah yes. yeah so he definitely his track record is not looking great no he's not popular for this Mm-mm. either mm we absolutely have to talk about his vice president. Oh. Richard Mentor Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> this guy made a career like fighting American Indians. Uh-huh. And he allegedly killed Tecumseh.
0: Oh. Yep.
1: He openly lived with
0: oh enslaved yeah.
1: people. Yeah. He was he was married to one of them.
0: Yes, he was. He was. Yeah. And this was this was definitely like a. This was very controversial.
1: So he fell in love earlier in life with mm-hmm. a woman named Julia Chin, mm-hmm. um, who had been inherited from his father. Wow. She was mixed race. She had two daughters. Mm-hmm. And then they had two daughters together. Wow. Johnson and her yeah he was very public about his family mm-hmm. he made sure his daughters were well educated his mm-hmm. wife ran the estate mm-hmm. but then she died of cholera in 1833 mm-hmm. but then he went on and did quote mary yeah. like i don't think he was legally married yeah. to these women but yeah. um delilah which was a black woman who was julia's niece okay she was 18 or 19 so yeah. This it's all sketchy, it's all controversial, yeah. it's all but I just gotta note this because he was so honest about all this stuff, yeah. Johnson was. And in the South, obviously as you mentioned, yeah. it was very common for people to force themselves yeah, of course. onto enslave people. Yeah. And but this was done in the shadows. This was not yeah. something that you 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 like put out there We're like, no, she's my wife and yeah. these are our daughters yeah. and Johnson was hated. Yeah. He was Martin Van Buren's vice president. Yeah. And when re-election time, mm-hmm. the campaign time starts coming up, everyone's like, you can't have this guy as your yeah. vice president. He was like, why not? I
0: I had never seen the name before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was an actual vice president. So obviously his his reputation or his his leg- his uh his legacy was buried. Yes. For our, you know. For sure. For this.
1: What's really kind of sad about his story though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't really speak to, like, this guy much. Sure. But he died in 1850, and his brothers forced a local court to proclaim that he had never had any children. Yeah. So.
0: Just, so they get the money.
1: Yeah. No one. Yeah. yeah. Brothers got the money. Yeah. His children that he had with Julia. Yeah. Never. So never received Or anything. with anyone else. I don't know the yeah. extent to that. I mean, but had, yeah. it's, yeah. So for the White House, some fun White House stuff. Oh, yeah. So he had four sons. Yeah. Okay. And they were eligible bachelors. Oh man. All right. So they were they were out, they're having fun. These mm-hmm. were these were at the time very fun loving guys. Oh yeah. Um, kind of added this youth to the mm-hmm. to the White House. Van Buren himself was relatively young yeah. and he had these young sons. Mm-hmm. Um his one of his sons married a southern belle. Uh-huh. Alarm bells, alarm bells, (laughs) alarm bells. Not good, not Not, good. Not good that his. I mean, it was like her family was like bad, like huge plantation, like just all that. Her name was Angelica Singleton. Yeah. This is in 1838. They Uh both moved into the White House and she took up the hostess duties because, of course, Van Buren doesn't have a wife.
0: Exactly. Well, she was a cousin of Dolly Madison's.
1: Oh, really? Oh, yes. Yeah. So there you go. Full circle.
0: Full circle. I so, mean it is crazy how insular this is. Yeah I, it is. I hate to tell you this, I but know. it kind of seems like we have a little bit of a you know monarchy in America.
1: Just a little bit. I mean it's
0: not like a mon- not like just, one, but it's a couple. Kinda, yeah, yeah.
1: So she she loved the the job a little too much. She oh. was always dro- being like big parties and she would like wait. she would like wait to greet all the guests Ugh. and just she was just, yeah, oh wow. A lot. But Van Buren was also just kind of, himself, he was kind of a regular kind of guy, yeah, you yeah. know? He just, he would go to church and just be like regular at church yeah. and just would be walking around being regular, uh-huh. you know? He was just kind of like, he he wasn't, even though he dressed really yeah. well and he had all yeah. these like fancy, nice yeah. outfits, he was very like just...
0: He didn't put on airs. He didn't put on airs. Yeah. He
1: wasn't trying to grab for attention in those ways. Yeah, he, yeah. he definitely was. I mean, and that lends to his yeah. style of politics too which is all these backdoor dealings like he needs to be like a little unassuming yeah
0: yeah he wants to get he has this demeanor with this of like oh i'm just a very fancy person i'm not putting on you know there's things about you you these are the things you can see about me imagine all the things you can't imagine Imagine. Mm. Mm.
1: but he did have a little bit of an image problem because of his outfits yeah uh not only was he criticized kind of for how he got into So this is leading up to his to the next election. Yeah,
0: the one that he So he's done his win. four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: he does not win this one. Spoiler alert. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh,
1: mostly because he had an image problem. Yeah. And because of the panic of 1837, yeah. which he couldn't, even though, yes, he kind of caused, yeah, yeah. he also couldn't really do anything about it. And it was, yeah, Jackson once, really was the one that, yeah. whatever.
0: Once that had been, once that had been cast of, like, taking apart the bank. Yeah. This was coming. This was coming. Yeah.
1: So he was criticized for kind of playing both sides in the mm. north-south mm. debate. Mm. He also was accused of extravagance at the White House yeah. during economic panic. This wasn't really true. Yeah. Uh, he, the White House was, needed work. It was like yeah. a new thing. There's <laughs> scorch marks on it still. Scorch marks. <laughs> he, I mean, he did stuff to the White House, yes. Yeah. But it wasn't as though this federal money was yeah. going to be like diverted to something else during it. The- That's oh. not how that worked at the time. And you know, since that initial run-in with his employer about his mm-hmm. outfit mm-hmm. and all the soot on his linen, you know, yeah. visual careful about his appearance. Yeah, and so he Stuck did. You know, them. people saw his nice outfits, yeah. and they were like, "We're going to panic! Like, yeah. how dare you?" It's like, what is he supposed to do? Wear yeah. his sooty linens?
0: Exactly. He's well, he's supposed to put on
1: austerity. Sure. Yeah. Well, he
0: doesn't.
1: This guy Charles Ogle. He was a Whig representative from uh-huh. Pennsylvania. He goes on the attack for Buren like crazy. Oof. Like crazy. He he like lists down all of his expenses, oh, attacks gosh. him for his landscaping choices, saying Landsca- they look like breasts. He's like, he put breasts in the White House landscape. Like craziness. <laughs> I'm
0: going to need to see pictures of these.
1: <laughs> well, luckily the camera was just invented. It was just- so... <laughs>
0: Hey, <laughs> we got a camera. We got something that looks like boobs. Take a picture
1: of it. <laughs> he he did all these updates, he, all this stuff. So, But this attack, yeah. as ridiculous as it was, yeah. did not bode well for his image. Mm-hmm. And it also laid the groundwork for uh, many, many, many similar mm-hmm. uh, attacks yeah. on presidents to yeah. come in yeah. Congress. Yeah, attacks so, don't have
0: to be... True to be effective,
1: right? So he he uh, the attacking of the luxurious luxurious yes. life in the White House. Yes. So this guy is the first guy to really do this, and yeah. it becomes mm-hmm. we see it. We see it from now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see it currently. We yeah. see it all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some of it's valid. Some of it is not. You know what I mean? Like well, it's it, there's you right. can make an argument either way. But well, if you're gonna be
0: the president, you're gonna have mm-hmm. to give at least some lip service to the idea of I support the common man. Sure. But you're not the common man. You're rich, and you're, <laughs> you're representing the country. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to also have like nice things. And
1: yeah. In 1840, mm-hmm. all this is laying the groundwork. Go. He goes up against William Henry Harrison. Okay. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. So I'm not going to say much more because mm-hmm. if we say much more, then there won't be anything, to, won't say. Be anything to say. There won't be anything to say. He was the only president for 31 days. Yeah. <laughs> He had refused to change his VP from Richard Johnson. Mm-hmm. Martin Van Buren only won six states. New York was not one of them. Yeah, ooh. It was a bad, bad election for him. Wow. The Whigs took the presidency and both houses. They took it all.
0: They took everything. They
1: took everything. And this election generated so much excitement that 80% of the vote wow. passed ballots. All white men, but...
0: 80% of the people who could vote did vote.
1: Yes. That's crazy. I know. So when we talk about William Henry Harrison in two episodes, uh-huh. we will get into this election. Yeah, it yeah. is very interesting. Yeah. It is kind of, it is a, definitely one of those big elections yeah, yeah. that changed how uh, things are done. So. Okay. No, he's forward. a loser.
0: Aww. But he's also a winner <laughs> uh-huh.
1: because yeah. he came up with a phrase that you've maybe heard of oh. before. Oh, a yeah. phrase. A fr- well, a word. A word.
0: Well, it's not even a word.
1: It's 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 a it's it's a way of life. <laughs> it's yeah.
0: a it's a lifestyle. Yeah, it's a
1: lifestyle. He
0: came up with O K. The letter O, the letter letter K. Yeah, and it stood for.
1: So initially, in spring of eighteen thirty nine, mm-hmm. in Boston, the phrase. All correct. Oil correct?
0: All correct. All correct.
1: Yes. O-L-L-K-O-R-R-E-C-T. I
0: believe it's probably, they probably mean all correct. All correct. But they're spelling it with an O. Yes. Because spelling was not Uh, as standard back then as it is now. So that
1: was a slangy way of saying all right.
0: It's all right.
1: All correct. All correct. Now, then Martin Van Buren and his supporters started using it as a way to Mm. identify him. Old Kinderhook. Yep. So then he started saying OK yeah. for him.
0: He'd sign his letters. And he would
1: sign it next to his signature. And so it
0: was this like feeling of positivity mm-hmm. surrounding him of like, mm-hmm. he's, he stands for OK. OK. Uh, yeah. This
1: slang spread like wildfire. Yeah.
0: We still and use it now. We still
1: use it like a, It's a incorrect,
0: lot. by the way, to yeah. use capital O, capital K for the word uh-huh. OKAY. Yeah. They're not the same. But People use them interchangeably. It's interchangeable. It's interchangeable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So now he's out of the White House. Uh, He's out. He's out, man. Yeah. And uh, he goes to, he's 58 years old. He's still pretty young. Yeah. He goes to Lindenwald, which is outside of Kinderhook. Yeah. And he had purchased this home in 1839 in case he didn't win. (laughs) Good move. He's like, well, Mm. I should probably buy a house. Mm.
0: Um, I'm sure he kind of saw the writing on the wall, yeah. right? I mean,
1: he was never the type like most presidents like always had like a house that they kept going back to. He was yeah. like, no, 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 I live in Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he was like, where do I go if I don't yeah. win? <laughs> I have to go home. So he buys a house. He goes. He has his agricultural lifestyle. Mm. He works the fields himself. Yeah. He's he speak in Dutch with his old friends. Oh, sure. Um, and most of his sons lived nearby.
0: Yeah.
1: And he had a grandson that summer, so he's having this nice little summer. Yeah, yeah. Now, you may be thinking, well, surely, mm-hmm. this is it. This is it. It is not. No. It is not it. It isn't it? What's not it.
0: What else get is there? Get this. Okay.
1: 1844 it. rolls around. Uh-huh. We get another election. Oh,
0: so the so election. Then, huh. Now, we've had we've had two presidents in between.
1: Yeah, so William Henry Harrison gets elected. And then he dies, dies, dies right away. He dies. Tyler takes over. Right. And at the end of that, everyone hates Tyler, by the way. Yeah. Can't wait to get into that guy. Yeah. Then in 1844 there's a new election, but there's a total void. It's like... Tyler's not running. No. I don't believe he ran or he didn't get the nomination or something. Yeah. So the Whigs are trying, vying to keep prominence. Mm -hmm. Van Buren goes on the road to go against them. He goes everywhere. He meets Abraham Lincoln on the road. Yes. Okay. This guy
0: could do a tour.
1: Him and Abraham Lincoln, Mm -hmm. they stay up all night laughing, having a grand old time, having the time of their lives.
0: Just... Oh, boy. (laughs) We're not getting into it right now. We're not getting into it right now, but... But there are some rumors about Abraham Lincoln. I
1: believe Abraham Lincoln was a bisexual, but we'll get to it. I absolutely
0: believe he was bisexual. I've i have looked
1: into it. Just every time he gets mentioned, I just go down a rabbit hole. There's there's a lot. Here's what I'm going to say. As a man Mm -hmm. who
0: is bisexual, Mm -hmm. is that the way that all these guys relate to each other, it is not hard for... Me to imagine there this, this intense sexual tension between yeah, them, yeah, and like the idea that there were hookups is not at all. No, I'm, I have no doubt. There we is,
1: saw it with Lewis and Clark. Go and he, back and listen if you like gay content. Yeah, and Lincoln shared a bed yeah. with other men when yeah. there was no reason to. Yeah, there was. So, n- that's yeah. all I'll say right That's now because we've got say. a lot of guys to get through before him, but including an actual gay one. So if you want gay content, yeah. you've come to the right podcast. Just like,
0: just like Abraham Lincoln, we got a lot of guys to get through. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is this when we start getting calls from the White House <laughs> with a cease and desist? Because...
0: <laughs> the uh, Lincoln administration. The Lincoln... The, uh, what's it called? The uh, estate
1: The estate, the Lincoln estate is going to call us. So he meets him. They have this great Mm -hmm. night together. I mean, talking. They had a night talking. Listen, I want to be really clear here.
0: I mean, I'm sure they (laughs) combed each other's hair. (laughs) He combed,
1: Abraham Lincoln combed uh, Martin Van Buren's sideburns. Yeah.
0: I wonder if, oh, they compared beards for sure. Oh, they totally compared beards. Oh,
1: man. Yeah. So, Martin
0: Van Buren. He didn't have a mustache or a chin beard. Mm -mm. He just had the sideburns. Just sideburns. Good for kissing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Martin Van Buren, Mm -hmm. in the lead up to the 1844 election, Mm -hmm. is planning to run again. Are you
0: fucking kidding me?
1: I'm not kidding. He was actually the presumptive nominee for the Democratic Party. Good for him. He (laughs) comes out, then he... Okay, here's what he does, though. Uh Uh-oh. You know how he's all wishy-washy and stuff? Yeah, yeah. He's kind of like, you can't really pin him yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. He then comes out and says, because this is when all the Texas annexation stuff uh-huh. is like really revving up. Which he
0: could have taken Texas.
1: Yeah, he didn't when he was... He, he had the chance. Because he really did not want slavery to expand. Yeah, That was like a thing that he was... And so yeah. take, at the time, statehood for Texas.
0: Well, and also it's going to be... That's a lot of land. It's
1: a lot of land. There's a lot. And we will get... This is... Don't worry if you think we're not giving this enough. We're we're Texans. We're Texans. We're in Texas right now. We will talk about it.
0: We both were required by state law to take Texas history in high school and in college. We
1: know. Maybe we're taking too much of it for granted. But just know that there's a question of, oh, we got to bring Texas in, but how? So he (laughs) is the presumptive nominee. Yeah. But then, okay, wishy-washiness, da-da-da-da-da, he comes out, it doubles down on like, oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't do anything about Texas while I was president. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go and say, we're not going to, no, 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 Texas, no annexation. No, no, no.
0: He says, I didn't do anything back then.
1: And and I'm not going to do something now. If you
0: elect me, I will not Mm -hmm. do it again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm against it. I'm against annexation. So he sticks to his guns for the first time in his life. (laughs) <laughs> and because he really did not want slavery to be expanded, yeah. which would would have happened if it was if it was annexed. Yeah, so, of course
0: it did eventually, and it did eventually. Yeah. So it, at
1: the 1844 Democratic Convention, Martin Van Buren's enemies, because remember he's in the party that wants more slavery. Yeah, they want to bring Texas yeah. in. Most people in that party want that. Yeah. So his party, um, he comes in in the Democratic Convention. They pull the rug out from under him. Ooh. votes go away bye bye and then Polk ends up being the candidate wow. but Van Buren was not ready to abandon his party oh okay he then says okay you did me dirty I'm gonna help win
0: I'm still gonna help Polk. New
1: York for Polk so he gets New York for Polk wow. so he does help Polk get elected well, he's stuck
0: by he's stuck by the party stuck by the party so
1: 1848 rolls around you mm-hmm. think surely this guy's in retirement he is not he does some writing, mm-hmm. including some political writing. Yeah. He writes a manifesto oh, about what he thinks should be going on in New York politics and all this stuff and taking a stance. He runs again for presidency in 1848 on the Free Soil campaign. Oh, yeah. Third party. Third mm-hmm. party run, this guy. Former president. He runs after presidency, yeah. loses, doesn't yeah. get the nomination, then yeah. runs third party on the Free Soil Yeah campaign first
0: third party right
1: first third first major third party campaign yeah i mean he he created the first yes. political party and also yeah the third yes yeah
0: i'm just saying that's yeah he wow. created
1: the d- people he was going against and then the he's Democratic like okay party.
0: well now they've turned on me i've got to get everyone else to rally yep against them
1: so the whole thing about this was you know any new land any new states mm-hmm. any new territories we bring mm-hmm. in cannot be they need to be free territories be free and that was the 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 core of that he's becoming a little more i don't want to say like so he's becoming he's definitely not an abolitionist no. but he is like moving in that direction yeah. a little more at this point like
0: yeah he's moving yeah. more liberal in his thinking
1: yes for um, sure
0: as he gets older, yeah, which happens.
1: So this platform mm-hmm. that he creates is the early foundation of what will become the Republican Party. So not only does he create the Democratic really? Party, he then runs third party, and that platform, though he didn't do all the backdoor dealings yeah, to create yeah. the Republican Party, that platform ends up growing into the it's Republican different. Party in the in the coming wow. elections. So he won ten percent of the vote, which is That's really crazy for a third party. Yeah, and
0: I, he he didn't win
1: any states, but he won ten percent of the. I mean, popular has, vote.
0: has another third party candidate even come close? I'm
1: not sure. I don't
0: know either, but yeah. I I mean, not rec- not in recent history. Yeah, because they have they if they got five percent, I think they get funding the next year. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think we've even had
1: Mm-mm.
0: other than maybe like Perot, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So now he's done. He's done. No, he's like, okay.
0: He didn't win that time.
1: He's like, all right.
0: All right, I give but up. But I made my mark. I, Yeah.
1: He outlived so many of his friends and enemies. Yeah. He was had extreme longevity. Yeah. And he goes back to Lindenwald, mm-hmm. installs an indoor toilet. Yes. Which you can still see there, apparently. Oh, wow. And it was, it's apparently very advanced for the time. Oh, wow. His sons keep him busy. He writes a history book. He helps the son of Alexander Hamilton write a biography of Hamilton. Wow! And then he sets about writing his own autobiography. Mm -hmm. He goes on a trip to Europe Mm -hmm. with his son, Mm -hmm. and he starts writing (laughs) in the most unlikely place. Yeah, Sorrento, (laughs) Italy. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: He's just like here it is. Here I am. So, is
0: there a brand of cheese? Yes, Sorrento. there is, I believe so. <laughs> okay.
1: He died in eighteen sixty-two, mm-hmm. a day and a half after Lincoln reads the Emancipation Proclamation. Wow. And then Lincoln writes a lovely little thing on him Aww. when he dies. Because they had that little they moment that little in, m- the, oh, in, man, in Illinois. Yeah.
0: Do you have it, what he wrote? What
1: mm, I do actually.
0: Yeah. I want to hear it.
1: So this was Lincoln's statement okay. on his death. Mm-hmm. The president, with deep regret, announces to the people of the United States the decease at Kinderhook, New York, on the 24th instant of his honored predecessor, Martin Van Buren. This event will occasion mourning in the nation for the loss of a citizen and public servant whose memory will be gratefully cherished. Although it has occurred at a time when his country is afflicted with division and civil war, the grief of of his patriotic friends will measurably be assuaged by the consciousness that while suffering with disease and seeing his end approaching, his prayers were for the restoration of the authority of the government of which he had been the head and for peace and good will among his fellow citizens. There you go. So That's he nice. very much yeah. like was wanting he, he was pro-union. Like, yeah. Uh, of course, he was yeah, 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 yeah. free. So we'll come in and all that stuff. So. No, he- yeah. <sighs> and listen, his legacy, not great. No. No one remembers him. No. Mostly because a lot of the stuff he did was, like, backdoor yeah. dealings.
0: I mean, all he did was plaster over holes. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's not what gets you to stand out in history.
1: Mm-hmm. We don't reveal hole fillers.
0: No, we don't reveal <laughs> hole fillers. <laughs> well, I was thinking about the White House, you know, being plastered over. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you're going to, yeah, that plaster is important, but you're going to paint over it. You're yeah, not going to yeah, remember yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You're not going to remember know. it. And We so had he, some brushes he set up along. some stuff. No, he did He did a- and
1: and he he five years after he died, his mm-hmm. a book of his that he wrote about political parties in the United States gets published. Mm-hmm. And then in 1920, his autobiography gets published, oh, which boy. was kind of unreadable. yeah. but he has so few biographies written about mm-hmm. him. And weirdly, mm-hmm. Ezra Pound. Oh. Had a total fascination with him, yeah, and he like wrote a poem about him uh-huh. and like was really whatever. But then, like, this biography is really funny because in the biography that we read, mm-hmm. he was like, Pound was also fascinated with Mussolini, so oh. to, <laughs> don't take it to heart don't, too much, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got one more very important thing to talk about the
0: most important thing we ever talk about
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Astrological, astrological sign. sign. Uh, Martin Van Buren was born on December 5th, Mm -hmm. which makes him a Sagittarius. Sagittarius man is very fun loving, energetic, and adventurous. He is very courageous, wanting to explore and try everything and anything. He He has an enthusiasm for life and the world. Sagittarius will try his best to keep the mood light.
1: I mean, That's him he's right there. Uh, Party check, guy. Check, check, Party check. guy. Amazing. I wanted
0: to also kind of put out there mm-hmm. this other people born on the same day.
1: Yeah. As oh, him. okay, okay. And I
0: looked it up. Other famous people born on December 5th. Walt Disney. Okay. So, you know, imagination, mm-hmm. creating a whole little world, Little Richard, who okay. I mean, talk about someone who was a flamboyant dresser, and then uh Frankie Muniz. <laughs>
1: okay <laughs> okay who Shorts. was
0: famous for playing the middle child
1: <gasps> you're right uh, oh my gosh wow. you know who else birthday is on december 5th who's that my good friend logan who is a avid listener of the podcast logan's
0: birthday is december mm-hmm. 5th. i did mm-hmm. not know that she's
1: birthday twins with oh, uh martin van buren
0: happy birthday logan Or yeah. i mean i don't want to make anyone in the class feel bad but she probably is the mm-hmm. like teacher's pet
1: she is and she gets a cupcake today but no one else does oh, even though it's not her birthday Saturday it's class. just martin van buren day
0: class i brought enough cupcakes for everyone but only logan gets one the rest of these are going to be thrown in the trash so happy birthday logan
1: happy birthday Happy birthday! and to all the other ones of you in the class <laughs> this builds character just,
0: yeah you're gonna look back on this someday the way Martin Van Buren looked on, you know, the humiliation of his linen clothes. and it'll 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 drive you. It'll drive you. So congratulations for you too. <laughs> uh,
1: All right. well, that's wow. Martin Van Buren. Oh, Remember to give us a five star review, yeah. follow. give us an email if yeah. you have a correction, a question, yeah. something you want us to cover? Did we miss something? Mm-hmm. Is there glaring issues with us or our personalities? <laughs> You know, just just let us know. We, we know. love to hear from people, but we also do we know about know, the problems right? of the yeah, personalities. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, this has been. Pardon, Pardon me. me.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, Presidential history podcast. podcast? <laughs> lost gained you, then lost you. <laughs> just, like, just like Martin Van like, yeah. won One.